Welcome to the Park Road Podcast for November 2nd, 2014. Today's podcast is a sermon given by Russ Dean, co-pastor with Amy Jackstein at Park Road Baptist Church. His sermon this morning is entitled, Let the Dead Raise the Living. Thanks to our youth and to Rich Dower and to Laura Baxley and to Monty who have worked with them so much. We appreciate your music today. A new study from the Barna Group, that California-based evangelical polling firm well-known and respected for its surveys and extensive research into religious trends in the U.S., has recently found that 38% of Americans, nearly 4 in 10, fits in a new category that they call churchless. 4 in 10 are churchless in this country. Researcher David Kinneman has a book out by that same title in which he calls these Americans post-Christian and describes them as essentially secular in belief and practice. Over the years, it's been a curiosity to your pastors and maybe a bit frustrating to us that so many folks who have not found the church important enough to make it a part of their regular spirituality, often for many years, still continue to want the church to offer its blessing in weddings It's comfort for funerals. Why? You don't need to come to church on Sunday. Do you need us to bury you on Saturday? Well, that's changing. And it will continue to change. More and more people are finding secular venues and will choose friends, not ministers, to officiate in services and to craft liturgies of commitment and gratitude and hope. If you think the church feels like it's on the margins of society today, just wait until that growing 40% of Americans don't even darken the door of the church to get married or to be buried. It's a worrisome trend for the church's faithful. It's a disappointing reality for clerical professionals. But I wonder if some of it's not our own fault. Is the church in decline because we've demanded too much from people over the years? We've just run them off, worked them to death? Or might it be that we have actually asked too little for people? Expected not enough. A text like Jesus' words for today will make us seriously reconsider what we have made of his church. Jesus' way has always been challenging demanding, radical. And it's been rewarding because of that ultimate claim that it places on people's lives. Instead of preaching his countercultural revolution, however, the church has too often chosen to spoon-feed good churchgoers on doctrinal pablum and a steady diet of being nice and saluting the flag. In so doing, At least in recent years, many have intentionally patronized the church, disempowering it in the process of reducing it to a voting block for one major American political party. The Jesus way 
should turn our priorities inside out in order to turn our world upside down. But too often we have just preferred to put on our Sunday go-to-meeting best and let worship be about dressing up the outside rather than transforming our lives, our churches, our communities from the inside out. When I first heard the story that I read to you in today's text, I was appalled. I hope you were. I was appalled. The sweet Jesus of my childhood would never have said such a cruel thing to anyone. Let the dead bury the dead. This poor man's father had died. He was grieving. His family needed his support. It was one of the highest priorities of Jewish family practice and religious life to care for the dead. By Jewish law, burial had to occur by sundown on the day someone died. Surely Jesus could spare the man 12 hours to show a little compassion to his family, to honor his father and mother as the great commandment required. I remember questioning Jesus' response. My gentle Jesus, meek and mild, would never have said something like that. And what I was told was one of the standard interpretations that's often given about this text, that perhaps what was really going on here was that the man's father had not actually died. He was elderly. He was perhaps dying the long, slow death of age, and the man's request was not really so urgent as it was kind of a convenient excuse Oh, you know, Jesus, let me take care of some things, and you know, I'll get with you, you know. Jesus saw through that excuse. Well, that was the interpretation I was given, but I am now convinced that interpretation is just dead wrong. It is an interpretation of a church trying to water down Jesus' way, hoping desperately that he could not really expect such a commitment from us. Could he? Another way we might understand Jesus' harsh words is to hear nuances in the connotations of the word dead. Maybe let the dead bury the dead means let those who are spiritually dead take care of their own kind. Jesus' way is a way of spiritual life. Let the spiritually dead take care of the spiritually dead. You follow me for the way of spiritual life. Well, I'm convinced this is just another good try by the church, another guilt-free pass to let us off the hook by spiritualizing the demands of one who saves not our souls, but our whole lives and our whole community. I'm convinced that we need to let Jesus' radical word stand just as it is. Scholars mostly agree that these have to be authentic words that came out of the mouth of the first century rabbi named Jesus because surely no scribe or later editor of this text would add something like this, so offensive and brash, so unexpected, so challenging, so confronting, let the dead bury the dead. Who else would have said that? Apparently, Jesus meant just what he said. 
that his way could change the world, should change the world, but only if you make it your way of life. Not after we've taken care of other priorities, not as an add-on to our busy life, not as a devotional prop, you know, some chicken soup for the soul. If you really want to follow Jesus, even your family, even your other highest priorities will have to come second. There is no other way. Do it today. Make a commitment or just go home. There are plenty of funerals you can attend instead. Maybe even one for the church. On this All Saints Sunday, as we stand prepared to remember those who have gone before us, may the dead we have buried stand alongside Jesus' living words to remind us how short life really is. And as an affirmation that we are connected to all living things and to all who have gone before us and in that remembrance that we might be committed to direct our energies to those things that really are important, the things that really do matter in this world. The Bible says those things are actually eternal. Maybe their lives, those who have gone before us, can remind us not to live in the past or to live for the future, but to sink deeply into each day today. Finding God among us, within us. Maybe their deaths can remind us that the way of Jesus is also a way of dying each day. Dying to one another. And dying sacrificially for the good of the kingdom to which he calls us. All saints, day. Let the dead bury the dead so we can follow Jesus. And let those who have died by their lives and in their deaths raise us to better living today. May it be so. Amen. Thanks for listening today. We invite you to learn more about Park Road at parkroadbaptist.org. Park Road is a progressive faith community located in Charlotte, North Carolina encouraging independent thought, community service, social justice, and interfaith understanding. Grace and peace to you.